Hello, folks. Welcome back to Teachable Moments. This is Teachable Moments 26. We're already at 26. Just want to give you a few notes about the entertainment industry and where is it going and where is it heading. I want to talk about a little bit about the $1.75 million deal, $1.175 million deal that AT&T did for Crunchyroll, sold it to Sony, Sony Television of the United States. That's Sony consumer television in the United States, which is the syndication arm of Columbia TV, which is the arm that holds the Young, the Restless, and all the rest of those ones. They own Foundation, 95% of it. They now sold it to Foundation. Foundation now takes it over. They had VRV. It may be possible that both of the companies will later become now the VRE corporate VRV side. That's what their new name will become to become more corporate in a certain sense. Um, outside of that, uh, it is a good thing. A lot of people don't like it. That is not, a, it's a good, not a good thing. It is a good thing to people who are care about this because now Toonami can finally breathe away from all the bullshit that has been going on in the last several years. You know that Jason DeMarco has said that this business, that he had had friends with them and all the rest of it. I don't consider them friends. I consider them great rivals. I consider them false. They weren't, they were fake the whole time. And hopefully now that that fakeness will no longer reach those areas with Adult Swim and the whole rest of it. And I think it's now important for um, AT&T to realize and take stock of what they have they have now and try to make some bigger plays into other things as well. Get through the debt, get the debt, man, fits all the CapEx thing. They have a debt, which is based on CapEx and... That CapEx is a three-year loan that they took out to buy Tom Warner and the rest of it. They're making a play for streaming all the phones, all the other services. They haven't made a deal with Roku. They haven't made a deal with all the uh, with Amazon. They need to make those deals. Those things are going to be coming in really soon. Hopefully, by the end of next year. They said that we're going to go to a ad-supported model around the middle of next year. So all of it is going to be set up there. Like I said, with all of these streaming services, they need to look at what they do with NHK World. And they need to set up these streaming services for live streams of not only their networks, but the basic live stream for their actual streaming service. So they have certain times that they're on and they just put on certain things that they're, they're watching. Like a live look in and then if you decide to watch the whole thing, you can watch the whole thing. Not their full movies, of course. Again And again, with these movies, like I said in an earlier episode of Beyond This Earth, I'm waiting for the Blu-rays if it's anything dealing with Warner Brothers because you can't be screwing with the feeders. You can't be screwing with the theaters. One of the things that I am beginning to see is that, let's put it in this particular terms, Paramount Peaks, that's Paramount Plus, and the other entities, as it were, to be, will be a force. 
I am expecting some very interesting things to happen in the next couple of years with the streaming services. I think that there will only be four major streaming services. Obviously, Disney Plus will be one of them. Obviously, that will be one of them. I think Paramount might make it. Peacock might make it. I don't think HBO go HBO Max has a prayer unless they make some radical changes to the platform. And don't be shocked if Tubi makes it through. I will not be shocked. I do not see if Hulu is a cable channel. And I don't see much of a future with cable. Their their cable channel, their cable entity, they're closely related to Disney Plus. I expect that Hulu will be absorbed by Disney Plus, if not now, within the next couple of years. So it's going to be it was going to be Disney Plus, Hulu, ESPN absorbed into Disney Plus. I don't see HBO Max surviving. If HBO Max does not survive, Turner Warner doesn't survive. So they have placed this bet on this streaming service. I don't think it's going to survive. I don't think so. I think in one aspect, if they decide to do the things that I'm thinking they're going to do with this internet, I think there's only going to be four major streaming services. The largest one being Disney Plus, obviously. The next largest one being Paramount Plus or Paramount Peaks. The next one being Peacock. The next one being Tubi. I don't see Crackle going anywhere but being something like a offshoot of the PlayStation in the future. I don't see it happening. They have no live stream for almost five and a half years. It's stupid. It's become apparent that you need some sort of live stream virtual channel for all your work. And you need to do it today. And if you don't have it today, you better have it soon. That is going to be absolutely key of building virtual channels. Absolutely key. If they don't do it, you're done. 2023, when they switch over to the new ASCII 3.0 lineup, a lot of these OTA channels will go pay. It is going to be very difficult. And I really do mean this very difficult for the internet streamers to have to make any money doing just streaming for the computers if the internet is going ahead where I think it's going ahead. They're going to have to open up the channels back in the OTT space. And a lot of people are going to have to pay up the wazoo for these channels. I don't think half these channels going to survive past 2026. There is only going to be 15 channels. Top three the major three channels. This is why the NFL is so important. There's going to be something like a TBS, 
something like a TNT. Sinclair could get back in it. Newsmats, I mean, not Newsmats. Newsmats will be in it, surprisingly enough. Netstar going to be in it because of the large amount of stations they own. Yes, yeah, stations are going to be important. Ion Television going to be in it. So it's all going to collapse upon itself if the internet changes the way that the internet is. Because here's my assertion with it, and this is the major problem I everybody's going to come up against. It's the same thing that's happened with the thing with Pornhub. It's these credit agencies. It is the finance of these credit agencies and credit cards. When you are accused of doing dark shit, they're gonna roll it back until you make rules to make sure that the dark shit don't exist, period. So now they're gonna have to make all sorts of rules in order for them to come back into it. And then they're gonna add new rules on top of it, which hurts legitimate people during doing um, the work of that particular nature. OnlyFans has come in at the time when Pornhub did not need any more bad publicity. Any more of the bad publicity. If they got any more bad publicity, it came from there. It came from the bullshit that's going on all over our country because this is related to the opioid epidemic. And you don't need that publicity. Then the whole concept with anime and all the rest of it, with animation, there's a fight over the future of that as well. I do not see any future in the American animation industry as a whole until these people from Rebecca Sugar on down do not do no longer have jobs in an industry. The biggest success in the history of the industry is not even a blimp in the United States and it is the miraculous lady blog. One of the biggest successes in the Middle East and in Europe. The biggest girls show in recent memory. The Wings Club, which was extremely popular in the mid 19 in the mid 2000s is now getting a Netflix TV show and everybody's pissed at the characterization of it because they were built to be supermodels. Now, there were people that were mad about the way they were dressed back when the cartoon was on and the whole Wings Club and all the rest of it. Now, everybody else is mad because they look too frumpy. 
Welcome to the world of bullshit that we now live in, folks. A lot of people are not ready. A lot of societies are not ready to accept that there there will be a time. I think the only uh see the only society we see ready to do the things that they're ready to do are ironically the Amish the Mennonites and all the rest of it but the rest of society is just too apropos with the way they handle oh we can't raise our kids this way but then you came into the bullshit I think that a lot of the problems parents need to be ready for I'm, I'm sorry I'm going to a tangent here but this is related to entertainment and what you can do and what you cannot do but a lot of parents need to get ready for the things that their children are going to grow up they have to raise them in a certain way. They have to raise them in the understanding that all oh, this happens then, that happens in the future. You have to be ready to give them the opportunity to raise them as critical thinking human uh, people, men and women that respect each other, respect themselves most importantly, and respect the world around them, the good, bad, and indifferent and support the good and move away yourself away and move away from the bad but we're not ready to have that conversation america is not ready to have that conversation japan has and they have a very and they have very little issues the issues they are, are severe sure but they need to solve them and they gotta, gotta solve them as a country. And a lot of it were solved. It's just that people have forgotten. America has a lot of things that it needs to solve. And once they solve it, I think the other, I think everything else, especially in the entertainment industry will solve itself. But I'm talking about technicalities. Mostly, I'm not talking about content, writing, all the rest of these things. I'm talking about technicalities in the promotion of the intellectual property each of these networks are given. And the technicalities have reached to a point where we have gone back to the pre-1949 era of our actors, our stars, and our network on our streaming platforms, our movies. That, that is going to be a problem. We already know what happened in the past. Imagine it with this woke culture and all the rest of these things. It's not going to be pretty. Not going to be pretty. And in one sense, I've been saying this when I was doing animation blogs and all the rest of it for many, many years that the rest of the world are going to have a say in the animation industry. It doesn't matter if it takes 20 years or 15 years, it doesn't matter. They're going to have a say. 
And a lot of people may not like what they're going to say about us. And everybody's going to have to be prepared for it. Another thing that you also may have to realize is that we don't know what future is going to happen in particular with China and the entertainment industry. We don't know. We really don't know. It could be that there may be dark, that, that things will get even worse, that the censorship will get even worse to a point where it is unattainable in America to even build anything concerning with entertainment that is not connected to race, sex, the whole nine yards. You can't even talk about America in a positive sense or even in a fair sense if it has nothing to do with race, color, this, that, and the other thing or promoting some sort of socialist bulwark. It's not going to be pretty. And a lot of people are going to leave giving even more power to the same people that we do not want in entertainment at the particular time and moment. The last three times what we consider traditional conservative values or traditional Catholics or all the rest of them left the business. The last three times they did that. Do you want to know what happened? Consolidation took place. Last three times it happened. On the third time when the communications act came out, they put in all sorts of new rules from the expansion of the EIA, the COPA laws, which was supposed to protect children on the internet, Digital Millennium Act of 2000, Section 230, everything and all the things. None of them even fly today. None of them do. So there is going to be a reckoning very soon. And one of those reckonings may on may be unfortunately is that it could be the end of certain aspects of the internet that brought them to the dance. But once that's gone, the internet no longer can be viable. Just be honest, it can no longer be viable. This is when I believe that technology will reach a place where the internet may never be used in that way to get that certain thing out. That I believe that we are returning to physical media in a way that has not been seen since at least the 1970s, 1980s. 
I think one of the reasons why we're returning to these physical mediums there is because it is the sense of ownership that has been lost. And they're going to find newer ways in order to hold on to this particular data and to make sure this data lasts. But it isn't going to get into full play until at least late 2021. I believe that once they figure out how to get this new platform, physical platform together, I think that is the game changer. I do not believe without a shadow of a doubt. I see aspects of it we already seen with the new type of hard drive, solid state drive that we're seeing. But that is not viable. I believe that either Blu-ray gets reconfigured or a new service is going to pop up that will fix a lot of the problems with this media, that it is going to be one-to-one, that that is the only way the media, the mediums and the content that was made is going to be saved. I think that's one of the only ways they're going to do it. But they're going to have to reconfigure certain technologies in order to pull this off. But if they're able to do it, then there is going to be such a sea change away from not necessarily downloads in particular, but a move back to physical data, to physical mediums, as it were. Because I do not believe that if the internet heads to the way that I'm thinking it's heading towards, then it is going to be viable as an entity anymore. I think that the computers that we use now, they need to have some form of data that allows us to access this new medium. Maybe it's a holographic medium. Maybe it's something else of that nature. Maybe it's fractal in a sense. There's studies that have come out of a new type of protocol. This new type of holographic protocol, as it were, using AR, VR, and holograms. I mean, they were able to put the whole Wikipedia in a tiny little vial. Who knows what they could come up with that physical medium? Maybe we are the physical medium. Maybe that's the scary part. We're heading into the cyberpunk dystopia, as it were. That's very scary to think that we could be heading into that dystopia. But in all of those dystopias... Even the newest one, we had some sort of physical medium. So we are going back to it, kicking and screaming. Kicking and screaming back. 
we don't want to go back. A lot of motherfuckers don't want to go back anyway. And even stealth, they will make it even tougher to do that. But late 2021, it ain't going to matter. You're going to have some form of physical medium in order to access things that we used to access on this particular day. Because here's what I'm thinking. Look, I want the internet to be saved. But I said it earlier. Last year, when we were doing the bonuses, there's going to be a regionalized internet there's going to be a regionalized internet you're going to have to pay a VPN a whole bunch of fuck ton money in order to access the rest of the world there's going to be very dangerous things that's going to happen between now and whenever shit changes over between next year late next year early next two years nobody knows when anybody's going to go back to work half the businesses will be gone it's pennies on the dollar you're going to have a new rush Nobody's going to open shit. People think they're going, this is the great darkness that people don't understand, don't recognize. It's related to 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 the industry, to the entertainment industry. Everybody is going to say, oh, this thing is going to, it's not going to work the way you think it's going to work. I want people to understand this. I don't want people to be scared. I don't want people to say, I'll say this in a year and uh, well, I'm going to say a part of it now. I don't want anybody to be scared on what is to come. I think that after what I have seen this year, and what type of things that I see that I have begun that I've witnessed that there is a certain aspect in humanity in its world that has reached the point where aspects of our human life has outlived its usefulness. And one aspect I believe that has outlived his usefulness, don't say it's live entertainment. One of the things I said that I said, AEW and others will last 40 years. That's what I said. It's going to be 40 years because live entertainment is is never going to change. They're going to come back. It's not going to be early 2021. It's going to be a little bit mid-2021, and then they start building back their audience. And then there's going to have something big happen in 2022. $50,000 for something of that nature at the Alliance Stadium in in, uh, Las Vegas. That will be... um, 
Double or Nothing 3 at that time. Double or Nothing 4. They're going to last 40 years. But a certain way how cable was built, how the internet was built, how social media was built, and all the rest of it, it's going to pass away. We're rewinding the clock. And I need everybody to be prepared for this. Okay? And it's and and it is going to be a psychological backlash to it because a lot of women need to use social media to make themselves look pretty, make themselves look good, all the rest of it. We're winding the clock back. It's, it is not going to be a good thing when people get to wind the clock back. But let me tell you why it's going to wind back. The advertisements on the internet, non-viable. The fiber optic technology in this country, if not in the major cities, it is too expensive to keep those wires on. Way too expensive. They're fantastic if you have it. They're the greatest thing in the history of this internet. This type of instant communication with this fiber wire technology, it is the greatest technological entry since we've gone to the moon and back. It's one of the greatest. We can't do out. No, folks. Folks, let's give the devil its due. Verizon Files is the shit. It is the shit. This is the technology everybody should have had in 96. I am convinced it's not Blu-rays like but it, it fits a niche. And if it was just that, it's worth the 85 fucking dollars. If it was just that, it's 85 fucking dollars. I'm cool. If it was just that with the freedom of the internet that used to be, this is a game changer. Little entertainments here and there. Actual great, better calls through the internet. None of the stupid ass chatter. The bandwidth wouldn't be an issue. Certain games become viable. We don't have to change shit. We'd fighting games and a lot and the rest of it. We could have actual decent tournaments, especially if there was a pandemic that came around. But all of this had to work together. We had to have the physical, the digital, and the other side as well. We didn't need social media. We had the physical, the digital, 
the optical, the terrestrial, they all work in one place and they all have a place and they all have a say and they all have a space and they all have a distance in the space. So if I don't want to do that, then there's something nice on the TV, fine. We put that internet away, we go watch it, we concentrate on one day. If there's something nice on the digital side, we go drive it with it, we want it, then we move on. If there's something nice on the optical side, we put the optical disc in, fine, we go. But putting everything on one basket, it's gonna make the basket fail or the eggs are going to spell out. And people, you're gonna have to be prepared for the fact of the matter is, is that the things we used to do on the internet are going to get censored. They're gonna put us in list. And then they're gonna say, oh, we're doing this, we're doing that. We can't get jobs. We have to go through LinkedIn. LinkedIn's gonna look for our shit. We have all these cookies all over the place. The advertisements on this thing, it's not working. Have, if not 85% of all the internet services that are going on now, the ads, they're dead. Patreon cannot cut, pick up the slack. For none of it. They can't pick up the slack. A lot of people are going to go poor. They're going to lose their money. They're going to stop doing their things. They're going to stop spending $100. All these things there, it's all going to die. It's all going to die. There isn't enough money in America right now to pay for all the shit that is going on in the internet now with Pokemon and the rest of them. It's over. In late 2021, there isn't going to be a game time for none of them. None of the E-Stars there, none of it's there. They're all gone. The journalism bullshit that Kotaku and all over there, they're dead. Oh, we're gonna have our little medias and all these other things there as well. Those of them that have survived this day, they're gonna be there and they're going to stay and they're going to grow. YouTube is not going to be the same in 2021. Yeah, there might be a little bit of, oh, urinating tree brings them all back for Thanksgiving. We do a little ha-has about the NFL, and then they go on their merry way. But all of them separate, unless they're doing some work in the NFL as fans and all the rest of these things, and they're getting a little bit of a commission from the National Football League and all the rest of it, you're never going to make money. Like they used to make money in YouTube there. YouTube is trying to become an archive for these things and when they fail on the archival shit when the personal digital medium the physical medium comes around you ain't gonna be here saying that i didn't tell you so i told you so one of the sad realities and i hate to tell people this and a lot of people are saying this and even the the Red Praxis people, Rolo Tomasi, all the rest of them are saying this, is that, and this is the unfortunate, sad reality of this, is that we're going to see, and I want y'all to be very prepared for this, because in my estimation, I'm going to say it somewhat here, 
It could be that this may be the last generation of human existence. The, the millennials, my generation, may be the last full generation of human existence that will get to see their children grow in on the earth. The may be the last one. I have an inkling and a feeling that might be the case. I don't want to say too much more about that, but if it wasn't the case, then we wouldn't have so much of the censorship now. I believe that um, certain generations have decided that there's nothing they will rather they will they want the wokeness and all the rest of these things to screw over to screw over those that they don't like or screw over their children or all the rest of these things i believe that there are certain things that are happening in the medical industry and in the medical uh, medical insurance industry as it were especially with this covid-19 thing and especially with the insurance and the healthcare aspect of these things. When that thing fails and it will fail, when they start doing clawbacks on the millennials, they don't even have a retirement. You won't see some changes. I believe, and in one sense, that in a certain way, something in the something in entertainment something in the mediums are changing and one of the aspects that i am starting to witness it's a little bit explicitly stated with the demon slayer success is that Japan is now starting to figure out bit by bit, little by little. They don't have to change a goddamn thing of what they're doing. They don't have to change shit in order to get people to look at their stuff. That comes with a lot of positives but there may be tiny negatives that might become dangerous in the future that comes with a lot of positives but very interesting ne negatives in the future and i'm thinking that this selling of crunchyroll to sony what it will do is that Sony will start restructuring in 2021. And what I think is that that restructuring is going to also entail one aspect of the company's thing is that they realize that they make a hell of a lot of money through fake grand order. 
And one of the things they are going to do with this fake grand older thing and the move to Crunchyroll and all the rest of these things, because fake grand older still has a something to say. I think one of the choices that Sony is going to do is consolidate, move the divisions, is going to consolidate all the divisions into Animax. They're going to make a massive consolidation. Now, the question is, do they split the company and have it just be run by Animax? Aniplex, excuse me. If they split the companies and they give it to Animax and Aniplex USA runs the whole gambit, there is going to be a very huge push for them to do all these things and all these woke things will come about and whatnot from the day because they can't work in California and all the rest of it. It ain't going to matter. California, either a grand disaster happens or economic things happen or what have you. I do not see California and the rest of Silicon Valley getting past 2023. I don't see it. I don't see it. I said it from the beginning. I'm going to say it again. Japan will have the largest per capita population, city, metropolitan area, 65 million people, by 2023, they will have the one of the largest economies in the world for at least the next 50 years, if not 150 years. But then I said, again, we might be possibly seeing the last generation of humanity. Well, let's put it in this particular sense. Why would I say Japan will have 65 million people? The American population, its cities will not grow any higher than 3 million people and all the rest of it. Chicago will still be a very important city. But outside of that in New York, what else do they have? Why would I say this? There's certain days I'm going to leave for... Next week's episode, the winter finale, the year in review. There's certain things I'm going to leave for there. But put it in this particular sense. Who solved the virus problem first? Who solved it better? It's going to come down to who doesn't die from the vaccine fastest. Who do which was the worst vaccine? Which one had the worst vaccine? How many people died from the vaccine? Did the vaccine make the virus worse? 
What is the economic damage from COVID-19? How did it affect all the things that we see in, the, in entertainment and all the rest of it in medium? How did the economic changes coming from Black Lives Matter of this affected America and the West? What will happen in three years when this thing turns around? Because it's going to get worse before shit gets even better. If it even does. Think about it, folks. Why did I say Japan will have 65 million people by 2023? Why? You better know the answer. I told you. Which is a country that did not have those problems. That other countries have. I'm gonna be real honest with you. The Japanese were the first ones to go through economic troubles many times over for the last several years. They will be the first ones to get out of those economic troubles. Once they solve their economic troubles, everything else falls into place. If you were a business, and if you really took a hard look at the rest of the world and where you want to sell business and where you want to do business, where are you going to go? You're not going to go to Thailand. You're not going to go to Seoul because of North Korea. You may want to try China, but China isn't going to be in trouble. Singapore is a safe bet. A little too small, but you can work it out for a while. Philippines maybe, but they said they're going to take the vaccine. Who knows what the vaccine will do to people? Don't want to work for spreading the virus because the vaccine was ineffective or made things worse. Vietnam may be a way out, but they're a communist country. They could suffer some backlash in the future because communism isn't going to fly too long. You never know. Taiwan, small country, under threat by China. Who knows what happened with Taiwan? Malaysia, Indonesia, Muslim countries. And they didn't say they can't secede. But you know what's going on in Indonesia. Malaysia had some issues. 
many other places. That leaves Japan. Clusters are being watched. COVID-19 day, even though it's rising, less deaths. Then America, they already face SARS, may not need the fat scene. Most Asian countries may not need the fat scene. Who knows? We'll see. There's space. Do I want to sell to those that are restricting me? Or do I want to sell those that won't burn my stuff down due to issues with race sets and all the rest of these things? And if you're a businessman trying to make a choice and trying to make a calm, rational choice on where to go, Japan's the place. You grow there and you figure out how they did it, how they do it. There's no telling how much money you can make. You bring more people to the metropolitan area. Suga wants to continue Abe's reasonable to Japan, of course, immigration policies in trying to help the country get out of its moray. Think about it, folks. And then it only takes one, just like with Toyota in 62. Just like with Sony in 82. Abba, Abima could have a service ready to go for the new spec coming out. If it's reasonably priced, they can make a killing in the United States. An absolute killing. People don't know. America's the America's on the board. Y'all don't know this. Abba TV, Cyber Agent, they know America's for, is all to play for. Rakuten, all the rest of them, they know America's up for grabs. They just need one play. They could take Disney on and win. Nobody knows this, and they know it. They all know it. That's why they got to censor everything. That's why they got to cut Japan from the heels. They don't want it to happen again. But it will happen again because you played woke games 
and now you get woke money, which means it ain't worth shit. Brian Allen's gonna come with the grail soon. He gonna make a little bit of killing, but it, when this thing happens, there will be other entities coming up. If Trump says, I'm done with this shit, and he decides to work with Newsmen or OAN and build his own day, he will have a say too. 2025, I'll make this clear to y'all. If the internet heads to the way ahead and we're forced to go back to 15 channels on the dial, I'll make a prediction like this. Don't be fucking JoJoing when don't be a fool. Don't be assholes. When Trump TV is out there, the grill is out there, Abima is out there, other entities get in there. The three major networks have better get good with, with people who are ready to fix their affiliations and people really want, really wanting to become affiliates of these networks, otherwise you're shipped out and you're gone. They need to make deals in order to save themselves. Otherwise, we they fucked. You think NetStar is going to stay the way they're going to stay with a dying CBS when they can make money on their own with their own networks and all the rest of it? They got WGN. What else do they need? What else do they need? They got the people. They, they, they can do whatever they want. They can say, CBS, go pound sand. What you gonna do about it? Fuck nothing. Sinclair still got a shot. All these companies got a shot. But if the Japanese get even an inkling that America's up for grabs, they'll take it in their win. They'll take it in their win, and when they win, motherfuckers are gonna start crying. Don't be here when they start crying. They did it in with Toyota. They did it with Sony. They're gonna do it with Cyber Ages, Abma TV. Y'all motherfuckers gonna feel salty. Stop playing. Keep playing woke games. You're going to get caught up. I know what's coming. You ain't ready. It doesn't matter if it come from a phone in the future or come through the TV screen. If they get a chance and America's at play, the Japanese win every fucking time. They're gonna win, so stop playing. You wanna save HBO Max, you do what I say. Tsunami is worth 
$40 billion. Use those $40 billion I know tsunami is worth and get them to work for you. Stop being jackasses and using Sesame Street as some sort of toy. This thing is so important to the future of America's children. You playing games, HBO Max. Playing games. You're going to die first. When you die first, what going to happen to Turner? What going to happen to Warner? The only people you got is AEW. You gonna ride them. Cody Rhodes ready. He don't care. He ready. He ready to make you $10 billion. But you gonna be bitch asses. Do not, if the Japanese get in, they not leaving. You saw what happened with Sony when they bought that. They here, they still here. You know, well, Les Boomers tried to get Sony back to American hands. He never succeeded because they geek gone got. Don't let the second one come in because the third one gonna come in and you're gonna say, oh, I told you. I'm right here. I've told you and I'll be a part of it too because you ain't shit. None of you motherfuckers are shit. You started censoring Gone with the Wind. That was your first mistake because you don't censor what happened in America. You never do that. Once you do, you create a lie and then you try to turn that lie into a truth. That's what happened with 1619 Project because it didn't start in 1619. It started in 1555, jackasses, dumbass bitches. You won't let a black girl come up and tell you when slavery started. We already know the history of slavery. And now you want to try and censor the reality of slavery, to censor the reality of this war. Censor the reality of all the things that happen. And all the things that are going to happen. Because you ain't shit and you scared shitless of a bunch of a little ass motherfuckers who weren't raised right. They're the victims and the descendants of single ass mothers. And then you won't listen to them over those that actually give a fuck about themselves, give a fuck about their families, give a fuck about their jobs, give a fuck about their communities, give a fuck about their religion. You fucking K-pop motherfuckers. One day they destroy white supremacy, the next day they go steal Muslim artifacts. How can you square that shit away, huh? Two-timing liberals, that's all y'all been for. That's all you are always going to be good for. I'm not going to apologize for it. You need to get out of that shit. You need to get out of it. If you don't, you're going to be in trouble. That's all I have to say about it. Sorry I had to make that long. That was my longest one, actually. (laughs) 
Anyway, thank you for listening to this extremely long teachable moments. It was an important thing to say about the future of this industry. The entertainment business, more about the entertainment business as a large. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your radio shows. This is Novin Hollerback. We'll be back for the next episode of Teachable Moments. We'll see you guys really soon.